0: I'll tell you what as I was sitting there and I was saying God what is first and foremost on your heart other than what I have prepared and what I feel that he's led me to say but as I was sitting there you know when you get ready to run a race and you've been practicing and you've been practicing and you've been building your muscle and you've been going and going and going and then it's time for the event and you're just ready and you're waiting and you're poised and then you hear the gun go off and it's it's go time. I literally heard the gun go off while I was sitting there in worship. I felt the Spirit of the Lord say it is go time. It is go time. You have positioned yourselves well before the Lord. You have prepared yourselves and now it's time to begin to run and move in power how much longer church do we need to get ready to prepare for what God is already beginning to do do you know that it wasn't because we had all of our stuff together that he even came to the world had nothing to do with us getting all of our ducks in a row and that we were you know reading and praying for so many hours a day those things are important he came simply because he loved us that's it you didn't earn that we're just saying about it you didn't perform for him to even come he came because he loved us he came for us he came to us and here's the beautiful thing if you're a believer in Jesus Christ today not only did he come to us and for us but if you are a son and a daughter of God he now lives to work through you he now lives to move through you and there's been a whole lot of years in my lifetime where that didn't happen or I held it back or I dumbed it down or I was maybe a little too loud and was told to be quiet or I was too dramatic or too this or too that and for years I listened to all of that thinking that it was a word of the Lord for me (laughs) today in my 50s, I want to fully own who God has made me to be. Personality, orange blazer, and all. And if you don't agree, read my shirt. Y'all need Jesus. It's a Walmart. Shameless plug. Any, on sale, yes, $6.99. Anyways... Pastor Lance asked me if I would speak to you guys this morning, and we've been in a series called Circles, and it's been focusing on relationships. And so as I began to pray about relationship, there was like a bazillion different avenues that I could go. But the one thing that kept coming to me over and over again is that relationship has everything to do with the cross and I'm going to just start with this statement my vertical relationship with Jesus Christ will determine my response and my reactions to my horizontal relationships I'm gonna say that again. My vertical relationship with Jesus Christ is going to determine how I behave and what happens in my horizontal relationships. Everything goes back to the cross. Everything. One of the biggest things that we are called to do is we are called to influence and have power for the kingdom of God. Many of us have suffered tremendous loss and there has been a pause in our life where we don't really know what that looks like anymore. And I'll tell you what it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like you having it all together. Just pretending that pain doesn't exist and that heartache doesn't exist but that I can move completely forward declaring the truth of who God is, denying my pain. That's not what influence looks like. We've heard from some incredible people during this series. I love my friends David and Elizabeth and how they shared their story of brokenness and identity and forgiveness. That is what influence looks like. That is what power looks like. Psalms 23 has a little verse in there. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. The world is watching us it watches us in our loss it watches us in our pain there were people watching me when I was homeless living in my truck when I was so lost and so broken and so messed up and yet the only thing that I knew how to do was cry out to Jesus are you real do you exist do you even see me here in my truck in the Walmart parking lot I'm a mother of two kids Do you see me? Do you know me? And I want you to know this morning that he sees you and he knows you. And he is for you. And he will find you. And he has a way of invading our space, especially our dark spaces, where we come face to face, not only with the things that have ripped our hearts out, but with him who walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death, influence and power in our relationships have everything to do with the cross scripture actually tells us the type of influence that we are to have we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart all our mind all our strength with everything we have and then to love our neighbor as ourself not only did he tell us to do that but he said for us to go into all the world, make disciples, baptize people, preach the good news, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. Oh, don't say that, Marty. We ain't for that. Well, listen, it's part of Scripture. Jesus said it. We are about it. We have got to do it. If we do it scared, we do it scared. But when there's a world that is crying out for God, there's a world that's crying out for truth. Are you really going to hold back? And just wait until the time is right or can you begin to move in faith in your brokenness and say God I don't understand my life but I want my relationship with you to count will you help me will you work through me while I'm bleeding out and I'm gonna tell you that your bleeding will stop there's somebody here right now I feel it's so strong you are so broken and you are bleeding out I see you like the man in the scripture that was waiting for the pool to ripple so that you could get in and that you could get healed but every time you feel that God is right there somebody else beats you to it can I tell you there is no order and no limit no expiration date on God meeting you where you are at he is there for you today you haven't missed it you haven't missed it if you need a sign this is it he is here for you today you can get in the water and if you don't make it to the water he's gonna make it to you he makes it to you but you are not without you are not alone you are not without you are not alone father i don't know who this is that i'm sensing but lord jesus i thank you that by the power of your spirit that this truth will reach their ears oh god that they would know that they are not alone father that you will get them to where they need eyes are not on the water eyes are not on the thing that looks like it's producing something eyes on Jesus he's the one that will take you where you need to go and if you're here this morning and you're wondering I'm telling you you are known you are loved you are seen by God it is by the grace of God that I stand here Yes, I'm fiery. Yes, I've got a flamboyant personality. But the power of God has nothing to do with that. I am merely a vessel. And he said, Marty, this is what I've called you to do. This is what I've chosen for you to do. Will you do it? And there is nothing more satisfying or fulfilling in my life than to step into my lane, scared and all, and say, Jesus, use me because all over the world we're beginning to hear about incredible outpourings of God he is moving this you can't make this stuff up you guys you tell me that a bunch of Gen Xers really Gen Zers really want to sit in a service and just like sing for hours like who really you got nothing better to do This is what's happening. I just heard another testimony early this morning about a group that went to Israel and they were in an area where it was very important that you were quiet and they were just beginning to worship the Lord and pretty soon it got louder and louder and more people came and they began to increase in numbers and the worship got louder and louder and God began to do miraculous things by his spirit this is what he wants to do this is what we have prayed for this is what we have cried out for would he not come like he said that he would come I am not gonna sit on my behind and wait another several years for something to hit me in the head because that's the only way that I can pay attention. Are you hearing me this morning? Am I being too forceful? Good. I knew this was Hope Church. Man, I didn't even stick to my notes. I heard the gun go off and I went running, y'all. Jesus. This is good. Well, the title. (laughs) Oh, my Lord, these notes. The title of my message is called Relationship Reset. Wow, I got one fan. relationship reset and you know it's true I have a thing or two to say about relationships number one I can tell you how to keep them and number two I can tell you how to run them off and my husband will not be available for comments after this service Tim no talking to anybody you just keep things to yourself genesis 2 18 god himself said it is not good for man to be alone relationship is god's idea from the beginning he chose us it's his idea it's why he came he wanted relationship with us the real deal what is a real relationship what does that even look like well you've been hearing about it the last couple of weeks it includes vulnerability and i touched on it a little bit to be vulnerable to be open to be willing to be seen not perfectly but in your broken state it takes risks it's not easy relationships are a lot of work relationships when they are founded in christ they hold power and influence There is such power and influence in relationships that the enemy knew that as well. And he knew that if he could attack relationships from the beginning and cause you to doubt who God is, that you would hold back from him and then ultimately from people. Because remember, your vertical relationship is going to determine what your horizontal relationships look like. And so way back in Genesis, we see... The story of Adam and Eve. I'm gonna read this to you. I think they have it up on the screen. The enemy who's so crafty and he was so deceptive, he came to Eve. Most of you know the story and said, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, no, 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 no. And also desirable for gaining wisdom she took some and she ate it and she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate as well Adam did not talk to the serpent Eve did Adam did not dialogue with the serpent Eve did Adam did not speak to the serpent Eve did and then she gave what she heard to him in form of something that she was not allowed to touch and they became defiled what does this have to do with relationships what you are hearing who you are hearing it from is what you will feed to those closest around you your diet is made up of what those around you are hearing and feeding on. You are either going to move forward into what God's called you to do or you will not move forward. What is your relationship diet look like? What are you hearing? And what are you feeding on? One of the biggest ways that the enemy comes to completely deal with the relationships that are that are thriving that he wants to just cut off is through offense. I spoke a message on that and then I was severely tested on it so if you want to listen to it you go right ahead. Every time I speak there's always a lesson And it's always good, but how many of you know that when God has called you to speak, the things that you bring out are the things that you've been wrestling with in your own life. So I just want to tell you all that I have a workout gym underneath the ground. God pulls me into situations and he begins to work through my life and then it comes out of the overflow of my heart. God has done a work of grace in my life. And I wish that some of the examples that I learned from never happened. Except that Romans 8.28, he works out all things for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. You're called this morning. He's going to work things out on your behalf because you are pursuing him. And he loves you. So when you are listening to things that are not of God... And you begin to listen and digest those things if you are not grounded in who and whose you are you are going to begin to speak that out you can kind of say that Adam was contaminated by secondhand smoke kind of what happened and so listening carefully to what you are hearing is going to create your diet and how many of you know that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak right what are you speaking because what you are speaking is what somebody else is going to feed off of I remember a time when I was listening to somebody and they were telling me about another person and all of their issues, like we didn't have any. And I was hearing about all of this talk. And it wasn't just, I'm struggling. It was, I want to make you aware of somebody. And we, as I began to listen, I began to pick up, which I didn't even realize, an offense against somebody that I didn't even know. I didn't even know them. How did I even know that God, his purpose and plan wasn't to connect me with somebody that I was holding an offense against because of what I was hearing. God will connect you to people that he wants you connected with. This is what he does. Why? Because we are kingdom influencers. We are meant to have divine influence and power over the situations that he calls us to. Marty, does that mean I shouldn't hang around people that don't know Jesus? Absolutely not. He's called us to go into all the world. Most of us sit within the four walls of the church and never go out. Because we don't want to be contaminated. That's not the gospel. Not the gospel. Jesus infiltrated culture, influenced culture, and yet was never derailed by that culture. Some of us are going into culture and we're being influenced versus us influencing them. We don't want them to think a certain way about us. We don't want to walk boldly into our faith because maybe it's too much and we should dumb it down. That has been... A huge struggle, you guys, in my life. Tone it down, tone it down, Marty. Tone it down to the point that I walked in compromise thinking that I was actually being more effective. Do you know what that's called? That's called the spirit of religion. Spirit of religion wants you to dumb down, be quiet, don't be too loud, don't be too boisterous, don't be too bold in your faith. Just nicely, nicely keep it quiet. Well, I don't know how to. that that's not the way that I am the Lord gave me a voice he gave me a personality just like he gave you and you make a difference whether truth is declared in a boisterous way or whether it's spoken quietly it's truth and it holds just as much power I just happen to be a little louder today than most people. But I am so passionate about this because I see what the Lord is doing around the globe. I see how he's moving by his Spirit and I feel the hunger even in this house for that very same thing and the Lord is coming to this church. He's already moving in this church. Listen to the small ripple. Listen to the train whistle feel the hunger and hear the sound of his heartbeat in this house because he is doing a great work but it will be sabotaged if our relationships are corrupt and every time our relationships are corrupt it just kind of blocks the flow a little bit more every single time that happens and so this morning i feel like the lord wants us to get all the dams out of the way every dam that's blocking the flow of the river must go has to go, because God is doing a great work, and every one of you are needed. Man, we had a Living Waters, uh, I call it Living Waters graduation last week, Monday, where we came here, and we heard the testimonies of so many men and women. I'm talking, there's a woman that's 83 years young, and she got up and gave her testimony, and I'll tell you what, I'm like, If I get to look forward to that, I'm in. I'm being 83 on fire, declaring the word of the Lord. You are not too old. You have not missed it. I'm telling you, your life and your story and your voice matters. But if it's going to have full influence and full impact and be be in purpose, we must take inventory of our relationships we have to and I can give you all the tools about relationships and that'll be great you'll walk away and go ahead you know great I got tools in my tool belt and um, I've got the four steps to this and that I can't do that for you this morning the last thing I want to do is throw you another four meatballs on your spiritual plate for you to eat and digest What I want to do is activate your faith and bring you back to the one where everything flows from, and that is Jesus Christ. That is Jesus Christ. We cannot get so hung up on our formats and our formulas that we miss him. Because once we get confident in a formula, how many of you know that human nature, we're going to camp there, because it's going to keep working. No, it's not. That's why the Word of God talks to us about new wineskins new wineskins new wineskins that can hold and contain the new wine it matters to God why? because wine doesn't need to be wasted the wineskin doesn't need to burst wine needs to be contained so that it can be given out so beautiful so beautiful this is the heart of Jesus Jesus the heart of the Lord we've got to stop listening to unauthorized and unholy voices in our life unauthorized and unholy voices that keep you looking inward versus focusing on Jesus who is the author and finisher of all things this is why the people that are close to you matter so much It is vital for me that I have friends in my life that continually push me towards Christ. That continually make me look and gaze at the deeper things of the Lord because there is so much more. We are being tested in this day and age in our faith, in our resilience, in our perseverance. We are being tested on all fronts. Life happens. Some of the bad things that are happening in your life is not because you've opened a door. I feel to say this right now. What's happening in your life is not because you invited something into your life. What's happening is life. Problems are going to come. Struggles are going to come. But the Word of God says, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. The gospel isn't a cruise ship ride. My husband says this so well. The gospel and living a life, surrendered to Jesus Christ, is all about being on a warship. And on a warship, you can still eat your meals. You can still have fun. You can still listen. And you can still be with your friends. And you can play music. And you can watch all the, the whales. And you can do whatever you want. Those things still happen. There's still community. But when that alarm sounds you know what your position is. When that alarm sounds, you line up and you know, hey, I'm on a warship, because that has been ingrained. That's why you're there. Some of us are confusing where we're at. We think that we're on a cruise ship. And so when the alarm rings, we don't even know what to do. We're just running around, we're unprepared. That's actually a message version of the 10 virgins, five that had oil and the five that had to go get oil. We must protect and guard our oil because our oil is ours. It's what God has given to you. I need to guard what God has given me. And the quickest way that that can be contaminated is if I align myself with people that do not have the same purpose and kingdom values as me. Doesn't make them bad people. Just means that I'm being foolish. Proverbs 13 says this. You want to be wise? You hang out with the wise. You want to walk with fools? You'll become a fool. I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) But really that's what it's saying. So my question is, you want to be a fool or you want to be wise? Wise. Wise. Proverbs 12 also talks about that the righteous carefully, carefully invite their relationships into their life. Carefully, not casually. The way of the wicked leads them astray. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray man it doesn't get more practical than this Amos 3 3 I love this how can two walk together and join hands unless they know where they're going you think about that who are you aligning yourself with who are you joining hands with somebody fun somebody cool somebody rich I mean that's all okay except if that's your beginning point and that's all there is you're gonna be in trouble because when you hold and join hands with somebody and you begin to walk you better know that you're walking the same direction you're walking together in agreement why for kingdom purpose for kingdom purpose it's for purpose this is why Jesus came Because we have a purpose, remember? We have a mission, that is, to preach the word, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out demons, to proclaim liberty to those who are being held captive. Your story is a story of redemption when it comes under the blood and the cross of Jesus, and it has the power and the influence to transform lives man who else offers that when it comes to your life nobody nobody only Jesus can take what's messed up and broken and turn it around only Jesus does that for you and for me so good so good I want to move on to one thing I always say one thing when I say one thing you're all in trouble one big thing (laughs) Genesis 17 there's a story about Isaac no about Abraham and Sarah and this story really gripped my heart as I was preparing and you know that Abraham was very old and that there was a promise given to him of the Lord that he would have a son I think most of you know this story but for those of you who don't that's it in recap form they were promised a son Sarah, his wife, laughed because they were so old. Okay, if I need to reiterate how old they were, there probably wasn't a blue pill on the planet to help Abraham. Just going to get it out there. That's how old he was. However, they were so excited that there was a promise, but they got a little weary of waiting. And so here was the brilliant idea. (gasps) Abraham, why don't you take Hagar, our servant? Why don't you be with her? And maybe that's how the promise of God will come to pass. There's no scripture that says Abraham said absolutely not, so it happened. And you know, this happens in our life. Every single time there is a promise given we don't understand it it's late in coming we think that some we must have done something wrong that that it's not happening and so we begin to take matters into our own hands and we produce something what I'm trying to get at is who you hang out with your close relationships produces a spiritual type of fertility if you can hear what I'm trying to say this morning something will be birthed in the relationships that you are with something will be produced is it a promise or is it going to come out of promiscuity because you've taken matters into your own hands and perverted the thing that God gave to you in pure form because you didn't want to wait and you didn't get it now we're not condemned this morning Jesus knows this about us He knows this about us and he doesn't capitalize on our mistakes. But my question to you is we are to be power people um, men and women of influence divine connections divine relationships for his purposes. What is being produced out of your relationships? The ones that you're keeping. What is keeping you in your past? What is locking you there? What voice are you hearing that is holding you hostage from moving fully into the things that God has called you to do? Faith comes by? And hearing by? That's what we need to be hearing the Word of God. That's where faith grows that's where we are rooted we live by faith faith pleases god this is what we do every single day it looks messy it doesn't look perfect but as we hear and we begin to hear the word of god the word of god not only being the bible but jesus is the word was the word continues to be the word it's jesus who he is his presence his purpose that's who we hear that's what we listen to and so my question is what is being produced in the relationships that you have you may feel like you are locked in a relationship with no way out and I've been there that's difficult that's heartbreaking but it doesn't change the call of God on your life or the purpose of God on your life you walk with your eyes fixed on Jesus that's your responsibility it's not the responsibility of your spouse to keep you strong you begin to work out your salvation before Jesus you begin to exercise that muscle of faith I didn't marry Tim because he completes me what a horrible thing to actually say that that kind of pressure is put on him to complete me. No, Jesus completes me. I am whole in him and out of that, I begin to work on my relationship with my husband so that together we begin to move out from that place and begin to touch other people. Now the enemy wants you to stay broken so that your eyes are not on Jesus but they're on your spouse or they're on your significant other and you are continually in that place where you are locked and you are completely broken up on the inside. Jesus is coming and he's moving in power across the globe. And he needs you To be in that place of readiness to receive. And the best way to do that is to get all the debris out of our lives. Get the debris out. You don't sit there and smell it. You don't have to digest it. You don't have to look at it. You just got to get rid of it. Some things you just don't carry. You just get rid of it. There are relationships that you need to stop. That need to be broken off you need to just say goodbye to. You be obedient to what God has called you to do because there's something that he wants to birth. There's something that he wants to produce. Isaac mocked, sorry, Ishmael mocked Isaac. What you have been a part of that has been a mistake will always come at you and it will mock your promise. Your mistake and I even hate saying your mistake but I'm saying it because many of us have made choices that have led to mistakes. The enemy will use that to mock the promise of God for your life. Young people choose wisely. Who you choose today, who you choose to align yourself with, where you choose to go in your faith, that will benefit you. Years down the road, you have the opportunity to choose well today. And for those of you that can relate to what I'm saying, there has been what I... I'm going to call a mistake in my life because of the choices that I have made. And now I can tell that the enemy is wanting to use that mistake to mock the promise. Can I just tell you something? There is no higher authority in your life than Jesus Christ. No higher authority, no louder voice than the name and the voice of Jesus. Your mistake does not have the power to dictate your future it doesn't you are free in Jesus Christ and the enemy wants you to stay in your mistake so that your relationships are going to continually be compromised because you won't fully walk into everything that he's called you to do because don't you know you're not qualified then do you see how important relationships are do you see why I can't just give you a couple of lists to just take home put it in your pocket this is why if you remember nothing else your vertical relationship will determine your horizontal relationships we cannot separate that those two are connected at all times vice versa how my horizontal relationships are is going to affect my vertical relationship Jesus wants to invade every place of our life. Every area that is just so overwhelming. He wants to come and move in. What I've wanted to do this morning is just lay groundwork for you to remind you that what you are looking for and what is needed above all else is our eyes fixed on Jesus. He's okay with you saying, is, are you really real, God. He's okay he can handle it he can handle that he wants to come through for you he wants you to see his face in the middle of your hell so that you can come up from out of that place and tell somebody else, I have been living in hell, but I met Jesus Christ and I'm here to pull you out of that hell and to tell you that you don't have to live there, that you can come up out of that place, encounter God, and you can begin to move into everything that He has for you. Wow! Only a God like this Would want a relationship with us like that that is so powerful we have so much to be thankful for who tells you that you're stuck what voice is that the enemy don't listen don't listen don't listen during worship when I said that I heard the gunfire go off and it was time to run That's not just something I experienced, it's a word for us today that we are getting ready to run. We are in a place where we're not only ready to run, but we can run because of Jesus. That's how we do it, because of Jesus. Man I'm preaching good. And I am sweating. I'll tell you what. I feel the spirit of the Lord. Um, the time has thrown me off. I know it's ten nineteen. Is that right? Do you want to get your team up here? Yeah. There's a song that I've asked the worship team. Here, I am, I'm going to give this to you. If they would sing. And I love this song especially because of the words but I want us to really listen and I want us to engage in this song because it's an invitation one of the gifts and one of the callings on my life is a breaker I didn't always understand that I understand that today break open prepare the way of the Lord what does he want to do there are times when I wish that I was more poised no I don't really but I have had those seasons in my life and so I believe it's important this morning to prepare the way of the Lord, to break open those locked places in our life. And I wouldn't be fully doing what the Spirit of God asked me to do if I didn't create space and time for that. Because if all you did this morning was just come here, listen to a message, and sit down on your blessed assurance, and never had an opportunity to come forward, and to do business with God so that you can be free, so that the things that He's asked you to do, you would not only long for, but that you would see them. That you would see them. Oh my Lord, this last month, God has begun to speak words of knowledge over people. Stuff that I didn't even know was happening. But I begin to move in that realm and the Spirit of the Lord would come and He would break open hearts. And he would begin to heal. He would begin to set free. This is part of the kingdom. I don't want to be a polite speaker. I don't want to be your polite friend. I want to mess you up in every godly way that I can. I want to be the voice of Jesus in your life. I don't want to see you stuck. I want to see you like that champion of an 83 year young woman who got up and began to declare the truth of Jesus Christ. Man, and has she lived some life. Jesus. Oh, they're all here. All right, we're going to sing the song. And I want you to come forward. You can stay in your seat, but I wouldn't you can go on forward. I want to pray over you. I want to pray over the relationships in your life. I want to see the Spirit of God come and break some things open for you. I want you to leave this place with hope, with renewed purpose, knowing that you are loved by God and that you are worth getting out of your seat for and meeting Him. He will find you. I could jump off the platform and find you I'm all good with that but there's something better when you get up yourself and you begin to move so come to the water let him do what he wants to do in your life